0: Fantasy Rap. With Austin and Ozzy. Oh, I just love those boys. Hey, everyone, this is Fantasy Rap, and I'm your host, Ozzy. And I'm your co host, Austin. You can find us on fantasyrap.com. That is fantasywrap.com. So, welcome to Friday and our second podcast of the week. Um, how are you doing, Austin?
1: Good. Yeah. Uh, heading up north for rifle season today after we're done here and load up the four wheeler and so all you, my stuff. And you
0: get to hunt rifles? Yeah. Oh, huh, cool. Yeah. How many you think you'll shoot?
1: Uh, you know, two tree.
0: Two trees. <laughs> um, so we've got our recap yeah. of last night's game and our recap was of the Packers, um, by chance, who did not play very well, nope. at least not defensively. Um, we had Aaron Rodgers as an uptick on our on our uh, look forward, yep. and uh, while he wasn't great, he did pretty well. He was uh, twenty four of thirty nine um, for two hundred and twenty seven yards and
1: two touchdowns. Yep. He is, that's been kind of a, it seems like a pretty standard Roger stat line this season. Um, you know, not terrible, not great, just kind of average. Yeah, not um, great
0: accuracy. No. Not yeah. a lot of yardage.
1: Nope. Uh, you know, like I said, Lazard had a bunch of targets, couldn't come down with a couple. He had the one where Rogers was scrambling and kind of threw it behind him. Yep. And Lazard just, I mean, just. Essentially dropped it. He tried to cradle it when he should have, you know, caught it with his hands. Um He's a good hand catcher though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean generally well, the usually... next, yeah. The next play they he came right back to him on the sideline and right. then you saw him, you know, right in his face there, you right. know, catch with his hands instead of, you know, with his body. So Yeah, that was you know, that was a lousy pass though. Yeah. The the one behind him. I
0: yeah. mean that was that was a tough adjust adjustment. Uh, We move on to Jones and Dylan. Jones uh, was 6 of 7 on receptions, 20 yards, and 12 rushes for 40 yards. Dylan was 1 of 1 for 10 yards receiving and 6 rushes for 13 yards. No surprise. Um, we, We mentioned that they would not be doing much.
1: No, uh, the Jones with the, uh, you said what, seven targets, seven targets, seven targets. Um, you know, that's a good, healthy number, but then only, uh, only a handful of rush attempts. Uh, granted, like we said, you know, the, the Tennessee defense was like, what, number three in the league uh, against the three. run, two yeah. or three against the run. Um, you know, so yeah, like we said, we kind of expected it. You did see, uh, kind of like, uh, what I said, you're going to see the try to do the, uh, run through the pass, um you know right a game plan like some teams do uh just because you know some other teams just have a, a you know kind of a void at running back um you know we saw that happen and you know they they started doing it and i think it was like the second series or something rogers was kind of you could see him kind of barking a little bit at lafleur uh you know trying to get some you know maybe some down the field targets going you know because <laughs> you, you do that and a defense you know they're going to creep up and creep up which is you know well, right. with with a quarterback like Rodgers you, you kind of like to see that cuz you know he's going to take a deep shot and, Right. you know and, well and, and you yeah. came
0: out you came out and you rushed for 1 yard yeah. this was i think this was in their second series you rushed for 1 yard you rushed for 2 yards and you've got to throw the ball yeah well you're going against the number 2 or 3 rush defense and the number 32 pass defense yep. and you're trying to th- run the ball first yeah, You know, it, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of like, you know, we talk about running to open up the passing game. Well, the opposite is true also passing yeah. to, to open up the running game yeah. and the Packers in my mind, based on the fact that you're going against the 32 pass defense, you pass to open up the run game. Yeah. And they, they just didn't do it. I mean, yep. third and seven is a horrible situation to be in. Yep. Um, I wonder what they're doing.
1: <laughs> well, is is it just me or does it seem like, uh, uh, offensive coordinators just uh, kind of almost across the board, um, seem almost very like this year to me, seem very formulaic. Um, could be, you know, you see these down and dis, you know, you get, you get a team in like a, a third and 12, they're going to run one of two plays. It's going to be a draw or it's going to be a screen to either a back or a receiver. Well, in the case of the Packers, if it's third and two, guess what? For whatever reason, they're going to take a 50-yard bomb down the field. 25 to 50. You know, to me, that makes zero sense. Just get the yards, get a fresh set of downs, and if you want to take a shot somewhere in that set of downs, go for it. But, you know, at some point you have to just and I wonder if it's like analytics coming into you know there's a lot of teams that use a lot of the analytics right. like you look at some of the teams that um, was it Miami their head coach goes for it on fourth down like a, a ton because analytics say to do so right right you know well so and- I wonder if that's playing into why it feels especially with Green Bay sometimes why it why it feels a little predictable yeah
0: you know the the thing that gets me is, And, you know, I've, I've said this for several years, especially with, with LaFleur coaching and what, what used to work for the Packers. It was the quick two yard, three yard slant. Yeah. Quick hit across the middle, uh, five, seven, eight, 10, 12, 14 yards. I don't, I don't recall seeing a quick slant last night.
1: Yeah.
0: And. So many times. I mean, I, I still recall. You know, my wife and I were watching a game three years or so ago. It was against Chicago, mm-hmm. and we stunk in the first half. We stunk. Yeah. We came in. I think we were down was by that, like.
1: Was that the one where Randall Cobb had that walk-off touchdown or something like have, that? Could have. Yeah. Could have been. Yeah. Um, although I. Well, maybe. Maybe. When when they when yeah because we came out and and sucked. Uh, was that. Uh, that might've been the year that the Bears traded for Khalil Mack. Could be. Um, and he came, he had like two or three sacks on Rodgers right yes, away. Yes, I, I think
0: so. Yeah. Um, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, so where is that quick slant? And in the second half, they actually, it, it it's one of the mm-hmm. few times that I've seen the Packers actually make adjustments at halftime. Yeah. Because, you know, I've watched this year, and it seems like we suck in the first half, we suck in the second half. I mean, there are no adjustments made, especially on defense and and also on offense. And I sat there and I said, where are the quick slants? Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, boom, we've got quick slants. Guess what? You're you're biting off seven, ten yards, you know, seven or nine yards of that first down yardage. Mm -hmm. And now you've got two plays to get a yard or two. And... We didn't do it at all last night. Yeah. We haven't done it much at all this year. Mm-hmm. And it's, in, in my mind, that is a staple for how you get, it. it's not, it's not the 50-yard passes downfield. Yeah. It's not leaving your quarterback in a situation where he's dancing in the backfield mm-hmm. for five, six, seven seconds. Yeah. It, it's, it's not going to work. I mean, they almost got a safety last night because we didn't give the quarterback time because mm-hmm.
1: we were running long plays yeah it, it just doesn't work yeah, especially when you're backed up you know you got Rodgers standing in the end zone right. on the, you know right on the stripe you know to to run yeah to run a play that takes even 4 three to 4 seconds to develop right is just that's just a bad decision i, I mean you one know? of the plays yeah. one of the routes should be a slant yeah,
0: or or a quick out, but no, mm-hmm. it seems like we've got four receivers in the game, and all four are going past yeah. fifteen yards. Yeah, well, I hate to tell you, the chances <laughs> of of moving the ball yeah. are somewhere between slim and none. Yeah, on plays like that, yeah. even against a thirty second pass defense.
1: Well, yeah, you figure something like that if you know a defense like that. You know, with Rodgers, even with I mean, like we said, obviously Christian Watson had a had another good game with two touchdowns. Um, you know, that that great high point that he did over the guy there. You in know, right at the right. At the the, end zone. right in, you know, Rogers caught him with the 12 men on the field um you know it, it, to me it looked like he was throwing that one away out the back of the end zone to i think me, the way he, it came off it just seemed like right, it was going right a little he too just kind of turned and... and then all of a sudden watson just went up and grabbed it you right. know <laughs> but, i think i think yeah. what he was
0: doing was he was saying i'm going to put it in a place where only my guy can catch yeah, it
1: Yeah, well watson is a gigantic human right. so you know this is what and... we like to see you know this is what we wanted to see but um you know rogers years past you know, yeah, you're running these uh, quick slants. I mean, he had Randall Cobb back tonight who, you know, honestly, the quick slant is like the Randall Cobb bread and butter, Right. you know, to me is that, like, that's, you know, the slot guy, that's the route you're going to run in the slot. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, you don't see that a whole lot, uh, but something maybe, like that. And maybe against, he had one of those yeah, to but, Cobb. But you see against literally the worst or one of the worst pass defenses why are you not like? Why would you not call plays that are that's going to allow Rodgers to do what he does best? And that, I mean, you know, you hear everybody like, oh, Rod, you know, Rodgers can get the ball out so quick and all this. You know, I mean, Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks at throwing guys open on quick routes like that. You know, back shoulder. You know that that stuff. I mean, there's yeah, I I don't understand it either. I, you know, I don't know if it's just uh, a little dysfunction, lack of communication between Rodgers and Lafleur. You know. Uh, or what's going on, but yeah, I just I, I agree too. They got to do something because I mean we all love seeing Rodgers, you know, take a seven-step drop back, wait a, a couple seconds, and then just heave it down the field. Right. Because you 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 just have a feeling that somebody's gonna come down with it. But especially in situations like that where he's you know running around in the end zone, uh, you know, very <laughs> close long, to the <laughs> the long know. route doesn't make sense. In yeah, that. it just doesn't. So yeah, I don't know, but.
0: Yep. So uh, the receivers, uh, like we said, uh, you know, we gave them an uptick. They actually played pretty well. Um, we didn't mention much about Cobb yesterday or the other day, yeah. um, but he was six of six for seventy-three yards. Uh, Lazard had eleven targets, only came down with five for fifty-seven yards. So if you were playing him in a, um, a PPR league, you know, it wasn't decent terrible. decent yeah. numbers. Watson was four catches on six targets for forty-eight yards and two touchdowns. Um, how many catches did he have last week? Did he have? I think he only had four. Oh, he did have four. So over the course of two weeks at one point, or excuse me, over the course of four days at Mm -hmm. one point, he had caught five or or six catches Mm -hmm. and five of them were touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, he ended up, ended up with a couple extra because his first two catches were touchdowns. uh, So four of six, I saw.
1: I I saw a picture I kind of chuckled at it was, uh, um christian watson after the the game uh, la- on sunday uh or last week where you know uh they're showing him on the sideline and he's kind of looking you know up to the left a little bit and he's got the uh solid stripe of eye black mm-hmm. from his like cheekbone to the other cheekbone across his nose yep. and had the stat line under it somebody edited the Randy Moss picture when he went three for like a hundred and whatever, like 70s, yeah, yards whatever, or something. And yeah, whatever, three touchdowns. Yeah, and it was like the same pose, and he had the same eye black, uh, you know, from cheekbone to cheekbone across the nose, and it, like they looked very similar. It was really weird. So and, and who know, did who did yeah. we play last week? Last week, yeah,
0: I should, I Dallas or Dallas? Yeah. And, was and, that who he did that against? And, yeah. Oh it, no, I didn't yeah. even realize that. Yeah, it was it was against <laughs> Dallas. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah. But, um, and the last person we had was uh, Rob Tunyon. Um, he, he just he's disappeared this year, um, which he, I don't. Two of four for nineteen yards.
1: Is he? I guess I remember like you see him. You see him out there, you know, and it's kind of frustrating. Like uh, um, I had Tunyon as my starter of the week, the first week we did our our you know our plays of the week or whatever, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden in the game, like he's out there, but now. Josiah Deguara is, you know, and he actually, I mean, he had like five receptions that game. And it's like, I I don't know. So is Tunning just not, uh, is he not good at run blocking, uh, pass protection if he has to? I don't know what's going on because, I mean, the guy trains with George Kittle in the office. Him and George Kittle, to me, look very similar. Right. You know, they have kind of the same build almost. And how do you have
0: the year you did, Yeah, uh, what was it, two years ago?
1: Yeah, because I think it was last year he, Injured that was his the ACL. Way his yeah. ACL.
0: Yeah. I mean, you had the year that you did, and you're playing with the same team.
1: Yeah.
0: You're playing in the same offense. Yeah. But all of a sudden, he's well, you, become a forgotten man. You know, like I said, is that so we can sign him at a. Right. Is that so we can sign him at a discount <laughs> next year because no yeah. one's going to want him because he can't catch the ball because yeah. you don't throw him
1: the ball? Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah so uh move on to our love' em, flip them leave them and I decided to make it extremely difficult this yeah. this week we we went wide receiver and uh, the three choices are Devontae Adams Justin <laughs> Jefferson and Jamar Chase
1: so you probably had our listeners probably had the same rea- exact their same reaction I did which was Holy what shit.
0: yeah you just chose <laughs> three of the best in the game yeah <laughs> um so obviously in a normal year this might be more difficult mm-hmm. um in a last year it would have been
1: oh god uh, i do don't he, know if you could have
0: right <laughs> and, and i
1: don't think you, <laughs> you're you gonna uh, love them all <laughs> yeah yeah
0: I, I don't think you could have been wrong yeah i mean all of them were huge studs last year Yep. so you know this year we've got some things going on adams is now in in vegas yep. uh while he has decent stats, they've been up and down. Yep. You know there are weeks where he goes with a couple One of catches catch. <laughs> and and almost no yards. Yeah. Um, Jamar Chase has been injured for the last three weeks, four weeks. I think it's been
1: yeah, four or five. Even okay. I think it's been quite a few weeks.
0: Um. So you know, great potential. Yep. Especially coming back. Who do you like? I mean, in my mind, I I, I love Jefferson.
1: Yeah, I mean, the most consistent, you know, uh, I think he had, like, one down week, and that was against, like, the, the Lions of all teams. Mm-hmm. But then the next week came back and, you know, blew up, um, you know, Torch Green Bay week one. Uh, you know, he's just the most consistent, and I think he's he truly has, um, right now, I mean, in this specific year, has the highest ceiling out of the three. Right. Even though, like, if Jamar Chase was healthy, um, obviously that guy is astronomical, but I think r- obviously right now with him being injured, but the ceilings are very close for all of these players. Right. Then Jefferson just edges it out just enough. Cause I mean, well, it's the same with Adams, but you look at Minnesota, I mean, it's Jefferson. Now it's Hawkinson, you know, a little right, bit. But it's, and, then and, and they've Cook, got a, yes. a great
0: running back who yeah. catches a lot of balls and you know, it, it It it's it's that multi dimensional approach that allows them to find Jefferson open so much. And it's it's amazing because Thielen used to be that guy. Yeah. Thielen would catch everything and a lot was thrown his way. Now Mm -hmm. he's, you know, getting older and disappearing. And it's funny well, it's not funny. It's it's interesting that uh, even though he's out there, maybe he's taking, you know, some coverage away. Uh, but Jefferson just keeps on making the plays so yep. i i i love jefferson yep. um the tough one is who to who to leave and who to flip and yep. i think that at this point because of the fact that you still don't know when chase will be back i think that adams might have more upside on the trade
1: yeah, side. yeah. you know obviously if you got you know if you were you know for example you're you know, in my situation, I'm in second place, you know, and I'm still looking for a second running back guys. Um, (laughs) you know, Adams trade deadline coming up. Yeah. Tomorrow. Um, you know, Adams, uh, you know, he, uh, after the big week that he just had, you know, this last week, I mean, now he's got Denver this week, which is tough, but Adams, I think has had the best, uh, stat line against Denver so far this year. He had like nine catches over 100 yards and maybe a touchdown against uh, denver um but uh i mean adams you could pretty much go and flip for anybody right now uh coming off of a big week um right you know he's most weeks is the true number one gets a bunch of targets Uh, obviously like we said there's like there's been two weeks where he has just completely killed you or me uh, he had one week, like two weeks ago or three weeks ago, where it was like one catch for three yards on mm-hmm. like on like four targets, which right. was just, you know, ridiculous for Devontae Adams because you're used to him, obviously, with Rodgers, getting like, you know, 15-plus targets a, a game and then going to Derek Carr, you know, who he wanted to go to and then just getting kind of forgotten in, in a couple of those games. But Adams is still, you know talent wise or route running hands, you know, arguably out of the, you know, these three guys, I would throw in Stephon Diggs and Tyreek Hill as the top wide receivers in the, in the NFL. Uh, so Adams, like I said, you could flip uh, for pretty much anybody at this point. Right. Um, you know? so Yeah.
0: I mean, he's, he's got uh 784 receiving yards and he's got eight touchdowns. I mean, those yeah. are, those are great numbers. Yep. Um. So I, you know, you, you sit there and you think, who holds more value going forward? Yeah. And Chase Chase could come back and have a monster
1: last, yeah, yeah, four or
0: five weeks, six weeks, yep. whatever it is. But is he going to be back this week? If if he's going to be back, is he going to be back at the level that one expects? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I, I think for me, the choice would be, and, and name recognition, yep. I mean, Adams is still a top receiver. Yep. So, I I think that we've got that one figured out. Um, Play of the week. So, let's look at last week. Um, As I had mentioned, Murray, uh, my my quarterback, and my tight end were predicated on Kyler Murray playing. Kyler Murray did not play. So, my quarterback, obviously, was a no-show. And my tight end was pretty much a no-show also <laughs> because of the fact that kyler murray wasn't there he and, also got yeah. injured um so he only had one catch on one target
1: for 12 yards your quarterback yeah. uh, i went with uh jared goff last week so who, goff
0: was 19 yeah. of 26 for 236 yards and a touchdown and four rushes for 14 yards
1: not bad yeah um you know uh again uh, a pretty typical week for jared goff i guess you know i think uh based off of the matchup they had, because that was the Chicago, right? They ended yes. up winning the game Yeah, the, the Lions 30. did. Ended up winning, you know, and thinking it was going to be, you know, Goff, uh, you know, got Amon Ra uh, back healthy, uh, DeAndre Swift, you know, getting back healthy too. Figured Goff maybe, you know, at least a, one more touchdown, <laughs> and he would have been a, a decent, you know, stream, Well, uh, you and, know, play and, of the week. but
0: Right, and we have to remember that, you know, our plays of the week, we've been We've been put on a, uh, you know, there's a challenge to it. It's not like we just get to choose anyone. Yep. Um, The the segment was created by on request by someone that we choose people outside of the top yeah. five or six. So we, yeah. we mark off the top six projected, and then we go from there. So,
1: yeah, because, I mean, I would just pick Patrick Mahomes every week. Right, right, or, <laughs> or Justin Fields, yeah. or, you know,
0: depending <laughs> upon the format, yeah. you know, certain quarterbacks are – are worth more. I mean, yep. we go with a six-point rushing, but a four-point passing touchdown. Yep. So in that format, a guy that's going to rush for touchdowns, i.e. Uh, Fields, Fields. Uh, um, Josh Allen, etc. Yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, Lamar Jackson. I mean, those yeah. are the the rush. You know, if, if they're going to get four touchdowns, two passing and two receiving, or two two passing and two rushing, mm-hmm. obviously the two passing and two rushing... Are better than four passing yeah. by an extra oh, yeah. four points, yep. but you know you get what I'm I'm yep. saying there. Um, moving on to our running backs, I went with Travis Etienne. He had three targets, three catches, 28 yards. Only rushed the ball 11 times for 45 yards. They got down to um, Kansas, City. Kansas City and abandoned the run. Yep, um, which you know it, it, I knew it could happen. But I also look at uh, Kansas City's rush defense is not that great. Yeah. So, how do you beat the Buffalo Bills?
1: You run on them. You run the ball.
0: Yep. If you're down by 14, how do you beat the Buffalo Bills? You run on them. Yeah. If you're down by 14 to Kansas City, how do you beat Kansas City?
1: Well, yeah. You got you got to run on them still. (laughs) I mean, you
0: still have to you still have to stay with what is going to be the most effective against yeah. a certain defense and
1: you know yeah. they get out of that and they say well we've got a pass yeah well I think it's hard not to against a team like Kansas City because obviously Mahomes still you know even without Tyreek can still score at, at literally at any point you know, absolutely any, any, any pass he throws could end up as a touchdown because he's, he's that good so I can understand a team like Jacksonville just being like well you know crap we got to keep up you know but which is you know I mean uh etn had what five targets um three three targets, targets you know that probably a little low you know I mean, right. etn uh coming out too you know wasn't really uh you know kind of i guess his thing coming out was he was a good pass catching back out of the backfield um you know i mean obviously he's a good running back you know just in general but you know the three targets you know i mean he went three for three but you know that i think you give him Two to three more targets, you know. Maybe he breaks one of those a little bit longer, kind of saves his 14 fan. fourteen touches. Yeah, that, you know that's. You yeah. you would
0: hope. I mean, it, it's it's kind of like what the Packers did a few weeks ago against the Bills, mm-hmm. when they were down by fourteen or whatever at halftime. Yeah, or or shortly after the yep. second half started. Yeah. But what did they do?
1: Well, the third quarter was like all Aaron Jones. <laughs> yeah. They ran the ball. They
0: yeah. actually, they, I mean, in my mind, they outplayed him in the second half. Yeah. Because they went to what worked. <clears throat> Excuse me. They went to running the ball. Yeah. Uh, so you went with?
1: I went with Dalvin Cook last week who saved his uh, hide with a uh, 80, I think it was like an 81-yard touchdown or 82-yard touchdown. Uh, I think it was fairly late in the game, too um but the, you know the the cook play was like we we're just talking about buffalo you run on buffalo uh you know so that's why i chose dalvin cook obviously you know when uh given the opportunities can be uh you know the arguably the best back in the league as well you know you right. got a couple of those guys that are in there uh you know well especially
0: from pass catching yeah uh, perspective yep
1: yeah he's you know does very well uh out of the backfield catching passes um yeah so
0: he was he was uh three catches on five targets for 27 yards yep only 14 carries but he had 119 yards compliments of that long one and a a touchdown
1: yeah so you know he's uh minnesota won that game that was a great game uh you know obviously we would have liked to see buffalo win um but uh you know, the the 14 carries is a little low for him too. So I don't know if they're kind of looking at him kind of like you're seeing Shanahan do with McCaffrey where he's like, all right, we have a team here where we can make a deep run. We're going to kind of, you know, I mean, they're not splitting carries in in Minnesota because Madison only had a handful of carries, you know, I think it was five or less, I think. Um, You know, whereas in San Fran, I mean, him and Jeff Wilson last week were like not Jeff Wilson, sorry, uh Eli Mitchell. Um were, Elijah, yeah. Yeah. Um were fairly even on carries right. and everything. So I mean, right, which, maybe which kills us doing. CMC owners. Yeah. <laughs> After that giant first week in San Fran. Right. Um, you know, so maybe they're doing a little bit of that with Cook trying to, you know, obviously he had the shoulder thing that he's dealt with his his right. whole football career. Um, you know, so maybe they're trying to dial it back a little bit just to keep him a little fresh for this. I mean, because Minnesota as it stands right now. Uh, you know if they can shore up their defense a little bit because uh, on the back end of their past uh, defense isn't very uh isn't that great um you know maybe they're just doing that to help for a, for a deep push that Minnesota could make this season as well. Right.
0: And, you know, you, you, as a Packer fan, you sat there and you said, well, you know, we didn't really want Minnesota to win. It's not like the Packers (laughs) are going to make the playoffs this year. Um, I think last last night, night. right. Last night sealed that, um, we had our hopes up after the previous week against Dallas, but you know, it's kind of like owning the Bears. We own Dallas, I guess.
1: Yeah. So, Um, I, I'm going to, intersect here uh will appease your your dad about packer talk um take a little pause when do you think uh, we'll see jordan love if at all
0: i would i would hope yeah. that within the next I, I don't think we'll see him this coming week yeah but if they lose again i think they'll they'll start to put him in there
1: well so because our our buy is 14. 14 okay so we still got a couple weeks left so yeah,
0: yeah. i i think you know, you, you get to the point where if you're going to not make the playoffs and, you know, they're, they're at a point now where they're probably not making the playoffs. I mean, yeah. they, they shot themselves in the foot last night. Yep. If they lose another game and they're out of it, well, they have to see what they've got in Jordan Love. Yeah. You know, they, they're at a point where you're you're in his third year, and you have to make a decision, I believe, prior to the league's start next year Probably. as to whether or not you're extending him yeah. for his fifth year, uh, contract. Yeah. And I, you know, it, it, a lot of it has to do with what are we going to do with, with Rogers? Mm-hmm. Are they, you know, would they trade him? Uh, can they trade him? Um, and still, you know, there, there's going to be tons of dead money regardless of what you do.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, the Packers have to get to the point, you know, Packer fans have to deal with the fact that we are going to be in rebuild mode for at least two, three years Mm -hmm. at some point in the near future. Yeah. And unless, unless Jordan Love steps in and plays like Rodgers or, or someone, you know, a decent quarterback, you know, which, which he could, Mm -hmm. you know, was Rodgers great in his first year? No. As a starter? No,
1: no. Well, that was the comp for Jordan Love was Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what they're saying in the in the in the, the combine and the draft and everything. They're like, he's kind of the same coming out of you know a little you know needs a little bit of work, right. um, but has the talent and the and the skills um, to be that. But it's just, I mean, Jordan Love really in college you know didn't really have a whole lot of that you know competition, right? Um, and know, that's so, and that's what but, he yeah, needs. Yeah. He needs
0: to get in there and he needs to get. Uh, an oper- have an opportunity you know oh he played against Kansas City I was uh, just gonna last bring year that up. <laughs> so he played against Kansas City he yeah. actually i mean we we lost what 14 to yeah it was a pretty low scoring something? game yeah i mean it, it, granted he he didn't play great but he kept us in a game yeah, against Kansas, Kansas City. City yeah um and, and granted Kansas City was not playing well at that point and mm-hmm. that was seemingly their their turnaround because yeah. they played really well the rest of the season but i i sit there and i think do you do you do yourself a disservice by not at least looking at what he can do over a period of time in my mind he he looks you know he makes it through his his um reads mm-hmm. and i i think he's very calm he doesn't get flustered easily yeah and I think that it's, yeah, it's going to take time for him to build up the rapport and the mm-hmm. confidence in making those throws and everything else, but you aren't going to get that without giving him an opportunity.
1: Yeah, and I, I mean... Real-world I, real, I, real yeah. world opportunity. I think, at least the way I view it, is that the Green Bay uh, front office is a little scared to piss off Aaron. Um, I know, you know, obviously they did that when they... We, released jordy uh released or traded Cobb, or however that happened to where he was on houston for got rid of football jesus yeah uh kumro who's now injured for buffalo (laughs) um but uh you know stuff like that um you know because that was aaron was like oh you know you know treating some of these guys that have meant so much to the to the team for these years and everything, the way it happened, you know. And then they kind of were like, oh, you know, we're sorry, we're sorry kind of thing. So it seems like they're almost a little afraid to piss him off. But It's time to start pissing him off. Yeah, but at the same time, if you're Aaron, you know, you're looking at it and you're like, well, you know, this season obviously is is pretty much over. Um, You know, I don't want to have to play in games, you know, that aren't going to really mean anything. And where I could get injured worse. Exactly, where... You know, if I sustain, you know, for him, if he sustains a, a big injury again, could be, you know, could be the end of his career. Right. And uh, I believe yeah. I
0: believe his contract is only, it, there's, there's something in there about injury. Okay. Yeah. So, so.
1: I mean, so I could just see them, you know, being a little afraid of that. I think it'd have to be a, probably a fairly mutual thing for them to be like, all right, we're going to kind of shut you down here. Uh, we'll reevaluate, you know. After the season here, and kind of see where we're going to go from there. So, Agreed. Yeah. So all right, so back into it. Back, back to
0: <laughs> back to our plays of the week from last week. We go to wide receiver, and I chose uh, Jalen Waddle. He was four catches on five targets for sixty-six yards. Not a huge game, mm-hmm. uh, not a horrible game, but you know, eh, yeah. As didn't. far as a play of the week, he, he didn't uh, didn't really meet what we would like to see. Yeah. Speaking of which, you picked. Uh, Amari Cooper, who was three catches on three yeah. targets for 32 yards.
1: Yeah. Uh, mm. So, yeah, <laughs> bad. Uh, so looking at it, actually, uh, if Amari Cooper is, uh, if they're playing a road game, do not start him. He has been bad on the road, but when they're at home, he's almost like double or triple his fantasy points. Gotcha. Uh, which is kind of, kind of. Interesting, you know, so pass backwards, um, yeah, oh, excuse much. me, pass backwards, <laughs> pretty much. So, yeah, if if uh, and that's on me for not seeing that, but yeah, Mari Cooper has been been uh, not very good when they're uh, the visiting team. So, I thought you said he is when they're visiting, no, when they're the home team, when they're playing in Cleveland, he's he's good. Oh, okay, gotcha. He's, gotcha. he's he's good. Yeah, he, gotcha. that's where he's putting up these big weeks where he's been a, a pleasant surprise in those, you know, especially in the beginning of the year. You're like, oh, Amari Cooper with uh, Jacoby Brissett, no Deshaun Watson, right? I'm, I'm, you know, with the Browns. And, wonder what, wonder you know, what's going to so, happen
0: in uh, three weeks with that.
1: I don't know. I think uh, I think it's going to probably take a week or two for Deshaun to knock off any rust that he has. I mean, he saw him in preseason; he did not look good, right? Um, you but, know, and the, and the fans. How were, much did he play last year? true (laughs) i mean the fans were ripping you know they were tearing into him watching some of those videos but yeah so because because after
0: this week he gets to start practicing
1: yep um
0: and then they've got their um did they have their bye i don't Uh, recall if they did or not
1: i think they may have i think so or
0: is week no week 12 has to be their bye. oh maybe I i think week 12 has to be their bye because he doesn't play until week 13.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, that would make sense.
0: Now he yeah. has to miss eleven weeks, so yeah. he misses eleven weeks. Yep. Then they've got their buy. So he's got a yeah. two week window to work on those things yep. before he has to play. Yeah. Um we talked about my tight end, your tight end.
1: Yeah, right. Uh, chasing those points worked yep. out for me. So
0: he was four catches on seven targets for seventy-four yards and two touchdowns. And much like we talked about last week with Fields yep. and his ability to get up to the line when he gets up near the line that that linebacker has to make a make choice a,
1: t- a tough decision <laughs> yeah yeah do i give
0: the big long run to a guy that i'm not going to be able to catch yeah. or do i come off and make sure that i contain him and leave comet open mm-hmm. or a running back and, and you know, we talked about it it's 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 a benefit to those types of receivers when you've got a a uh, quarterback like Fields, mm-hmm. and you're actually finally calling plays the correct way to utilize your co- running quarterback.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, I yeah. mean,
0: same thing in <laughs> same thing in Baltimore with uh, with Andrews. Andrews benefits from Lamar Jackson, I believe.
1: Yeah, you know, and what all the Ravens getting rid of Hollywood Brown, you know, Andrews is the main target. out uh, granted, he's been. Injured. Uh, injured for the last like two or three weeks uh, or two weeks uh it sounds like he should be back this week but um yeah i mean comet this maybe not the two touchdowns in back-to-back weeks but you were hoping for comet was a like last pick second to last pick uh kind of sleeper tight end this year and then like we've talked about a couple times he came out and was very bad because that, right. you know, they were passing the ball like twelve times in those first couple games. You well, know.
0: and and Fields wasn't running.
1: <laughs> yeah, so they it were was... just bad at the beginning of the year, right? And like we said, they they're unlocking Fields with their play calling and how they're utilizing him, which is opening up that offense. And the Bears' defense is still really bad, so they have to put up points. And uh, it seems like Komet is becoming a a red zone, you know, end zone. When they get down on the goal line, a favorite target. Right. So.
0: Right. So let's move up. Move on to our choices for this week. Um, a lot of good players, obviously, in the top six of each of these. What I did for quarterback was I went Daniel Jones. He's going against Detroit. Um, they are thirty-second against quarterbacks. So. Daniel Jones actually has an excellent opportunity to throw for a lot of yards. And he's actually, he's been a a pleasant surprise. I ended up making a blockbuster trade before my season started in my um, dynasty league. And I actually gave up Jalen Hurts, but I picked up um, uh, one of the top wide receivers I picked up um, Daniel Jones I picked up a first round draft choice in the yeah. rookie draft for next year maybe maybe a first and a third I don't remember yeah. I mean I it, it was one of those like I said I wasn't I was playing for next year's QB crop Mhm um, so it was okay for me to take on Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones has actually been a pleasant surprise. He's played very yeah. well.
1: Yeah. He, he, you know, he's, he's shown this in you know, the last like two seasons too, where he has some, has some blow up weeks, you know, you, you get. You yet know, I think he has had a couple of weeks with like one or two rushing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the guy's got some wheels. You know, he can, he can be a bit of a dual threat quarterback as well. Um, you know, obviously the only knock on the Giants is their receiving core is just right. You know, decimated. Yes. Uh, you know, you get Darius uh, Slayton and. You know, they traded Kadarius Tony because it, it almost seemed like Tony didn't want to play for him. Right. Because he goes to Kansas City and all of a sudden he's healthy, you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, Kenny Galladay was just a waste of money for them. I mean, that guy, uh, geez, he just, you know, watching preseason and beginning of this season just doesn't look like he wants to be out there at all. You right. know, obviously going to New York is... Uh, you know, the Giants has been tough for the last couple of years. But, um, you know, I like that pick. I think, uh, yeah, obviously, against Detroit, um, you know, in the Giants defense. Giants defense is, uh, uh, you know, probably top third uh, of the league right now, I right. would say. So <laughs> they got a chance of uh, putting together a pretty good week for the right, Giants. Right,
0: right. And and the interesting thing is, you know, we talk about the, the quarterbacks who are successful and they have a good running game. Yep. Well, Saquon Barkley is a great running back. So I think that when you add in, you know, Saquon and Daniel Jones, uh, I think, you know, just having that fear of, Oh, we've got to cover Saquon, we've got to make sure that we've we're stopping the run, well it's gonna open up the passing game. For sure. Especially against a team that gives up, you know, the most points to a to a QB.
1: Yep, uh my uh, QB play of the week is Dak Prescott going against Minnesota. Um I think they are uh, 24th 24th against uh you know uh against quarterbacks. Um you know, we saw it Last week against Green Bay, yeah, C.D. Lamb having, what, like 15 targets or, right. like, you know, yeah. 11 was,
0: catches on 15, I yeah, think it was. Yeah, for,
1: for quite a few yards, and uh, I think he had two touchdowns. Yep. Yeah, two touchdowns. So, breakout week this season for C.D. Lamb. uh You know, we'll, I think it's going to have to continue against Minnesota. Um, I know, you know, Dallas' defense is pretty good, but... Uh, almost kind of same as Buffalo the last couple of weeks here. I mean, especially in screen Bay, you know, they've shown that you can run on that defense, uh, you know, and they have Delvin cook, uh, you know, who's like we talked about previous against when he played Buffalo. Um, so Dak two. I mean, you know, it's his, I guess his third week, third or fourth week back from his injury, you know, mm-hmm. so he should be, you know, pretty much a hundred percent from that. Uh, you know, Michael Gallup getting, you know, he's been back for a couple of weeks now as well, uh, sounds like Zeke's going to play this week. Um, so, so he'll know, start uh, and
0: take the majority of the yep. carries?
1: <laughs> um, you know, which uh, I don't think Zeke's a terrible play this week either. You know, they get down to that, down to the, uh, you know, within the 10, you know, he gets a bunch of carries around the goal line just because that's kind of what he's known for right. at this point in his career. Um, you know, so I think the Dallas offense as a whole should do fairly well this week. Um, uh, you know, I could see this one being a fairly high-scoring affair. Yeah. Um, Again, so it's a lot of fantasy points to be had. Hopefully, agreed.
0: Uh, running back, I went with Jonathan Taylor versus Philadelphia. Um, obviously, came back with a bang last week. Yep. Uh, Philly is twenty-first versus running backs, so you know they're they're bottom third ish. Yep. Um, so I I think that you know JT is going to continue. I think I think that is one of Philadelphia's weaknesses is
1: run defense yeah you saw it against houston you know houston hung with them because they were just feeding Damian pierce right I mean, pierce yardage wise had a really good week fantasy points unless you're you know if you're in a ppr league it wasn't that great of a game but a mm-hmm. standard scoring league that was a pretty good game you right. know. right um so yeah i agree philly you can definitely run on them yep um yeah so uh my start of the week i am uh Hopefully, I'm looking for a bounce-back week here for Cordero Cordero Patterson. Uh, Obviously came back from uh, off IR two weeks ago and had two touchdowns. Um, You know, the other, Algier, I think, had a touchdown in that game two weeks ago. Uh, You know, so he's still fairly involved. And then last week was, I think we talked about it in our studs and duds. You know, it was, you know, uh, what are you doing kind of thing. You know, you get this guy back. Um, you know, he's, he's obviously, you know, between Drake London, Kyle Pitts and Cordell Patterson, those three are your best players on your entire roster. Why are, why would you not feature Cordell Patterson? And this week they're playing Chicago, um, Chicago's run defense, uh, that, that defense as a whole is not very good. So this, uh, if Mariota can step up a little bit this week, which we've seen him done, he, see him do here and there, um. You know, I think that's going to open up a little bit of this Atlanta offense. I think Cordero Patterson gets at least one touchdown and probably 50, 60-plus yards uh, right. rushing, Ch- probably Chica- a couple passes as well. Yep,
0: so. Chicago is 29th versus running back, so the yeah. opportunity is there um, if it continues. Yep. We go to wide receivers, and I'm going to do something that I generally don't do, <laughs> um, which is a stack, and I am going to go with Darius Slayton. Um, they are 24th versus wide receivers. So, you know, they don't have a lot of places to throw it. So I'm, I'm thinking that Slayton's going to be the guy and he's had a couple mm-hmm. of big weeks lately.
1: Yeah. Um, again, you know, that matchup, you just, it's kind of hard not to, <laughs> against yeah. Detroit, it's kind of yeah. hard not to, to, to take a stab I mean, like we that, talk
0: about, know? we talk about Chicago having a bad defense. Yeah. Detroit has just a horrible defense, yep. uh, except for when they play the Packers. Cause yeah. then they look
1: great. Or the Bears. Of Bears. <laughs> I mean, well, no, they gave I mean, up they, 30. Well, yeah, but they still won. Um, you know, I had a couple sacks on Justin Fields, you know, when he wasn't able to ex- escape, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree The the matchup's great. You kind of have to go that way. Yep. So, um, and I, uh, my start of the week is going to be T Higgins. Um, probably, uh, you know, at least one more week without, uh, Jamar Chase, um, uh, you know, Higgins, has blow up spots, you know. It's, it seems to be kind of a, either it's like a Tyler Boyd or it's Higgins or it's Joe Mixon getting five touchdowns in a right. week, um, but they are playing Pittsburgh, thirty uh,
0: second versus wide receivers.
1: Yep, and you know, and Pittsburgh just got T.J. Watt back last week, and uh, you know they that their their defensive line played fairly well, um, you know. So I could see cincinnati going more of the passing route um i'm sure you know obviously they'll probably still try and establish joe mixon because uh, i think joe mixon actually has done fairly well against pittsburgh in the last couple uh, matchups they've had but i think uh, this week joe burrows obviously smash play uh he's got to throw it to somebody and t higgins is their best healthy receiver at this point um so i i just think he's gonna he's gonna have a very good game this week
0: yep i don't disagree yeah uh, tight ends I went with uh stacking with your quarterback I yeah. went with Dalton Schultz uh, versus Minnesota they are 25th against uh, uh, or in, uh, for points given up yeah. against uh, tight ends so I think that uh, you know uh, yeah they've got CD lamb he blew up last week um, against the Packers yep. I think the coverage will be there on CD lamb a little bit more although he's tough to contain because he's yep. he's a big bodied uh, great at at finding the high point mm-hmm. but i think that you'll find dalton schultz open quite a bit um yeah. the opportunities are going to be there you know dak likes him in the the end zone yeah um i just down around the goal line i think he could at least have a touchdown in mm-hmm. in 40 50 60 yards possibly
1: yeah i think that that dallas minnesota game is going to be i think both teams will be in like the 30 points kind of range i think it'll end up being a fairly close game but i I think it'll be a a higher scoring game so of course you know that many points potentially scored you know a good chance that schultz gets in um you know yeah i mean and he you look at the tight end landscape right now (laughs) dallas goddard out weak sack Ertz done for the season yep um wasn't there somebody else Uh, you said goddard on the ir right yep goddard ir um I can't remember I feel like there's somebody else that I'm forgetting, but I, I can't quite remember. So I mean obviously it's it's Travis Kelsey is the guy you can you can count on. You well, know Andrews, okay. Andrews, Andrews is probably still out. It sounds like he's gonna play this week. Okay. Um but, but yeah, he's, he's been, been out. out, yeah. That's yep. that's who I was thinking of. Thank you. Um you know, so you look at that and you look at a team like Dallas, who again, you know, Dak getting healthier and healthier uh, Gallup getting healthy and healthy well and Schultz finally you know, getting healthier yes that too um, because he's you know, been
0: dealing with that yeah. knee uh on and off for yep. a lot of the season yeah hence, hence I dropped him in one of my leagues
1: yeah a lot of people did um you know so after he caught that touchdown last week he got picked immediately right back up so right. uh you know he's on a he's on a on a good team um you know so points bound Dak slinging the ball he should be should be you know should be in for a good game this week again so yep Uh, My tight end start of the week, uh, I'm going. uh, uh, It's a bad matchup on paper for him. Horrible. Horrible. The worst matchup. Um, But I'm going Tyler Higby against the Saints. Uh, The Saints are the number one fantasy defense or or defense against tight ends uh, for fantasy. Um, But Cooper Cup's out for probably the rest of the season. Um, You know, this week uh, Stafford uh, is uh, on track to play even if he doesn't, I think Higby is going to be just so necessary to this offense that is again as we've said before not good uh, <laughs> in general um, right. you know and you and you lose Cooper Cup is a is a gigantic blow it is but you know there's certain weeks Higby we were looking earlier there's a week Higby had like 15 targets right you know so he gets all of these targets. A lot of them aren't, I I made the joke, he's kind of the the Chris Godwin, uh, you know, on the Rams where he's getting 12 targets, but the average depth of those targets is like three yards. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so I think it's going to be more of that just because he's going to be so necessary uh, if, you know. And the Saints can go either way. They can be a very good defense, and then they can also, uh, you know, give up a lot of points as well. So we'll see what happens there. But he's just so necessary this week that I think he's going to be in line for, I'd say, ten targets, and he might go for fifty. And you know, I don't think he'd get into the end zone. That'd be nice, but I mean, the, the targets and the yardage should be there that he should be in line for a for a decent week.
0: Agreed. Agreed. I I actually, you know, I I think the same type of thing, you know, you look at losing cup and w- regardless of which quarterback, I think that, uh, didn't Wolford throw quite a bit to him last week?
1: Yeah. I think he had like, uh, eight targets. Eight targets. Seven, I thought targets. Um,
0: so I mean, while he may not put up great, great, great numbers, yeah. he still is, you know, especially if Wolford is, is forced to play, yep. you know, that's a quarterback that hasn't, you know obviously been playing so Mm -hmm. you get in there and what is their uh you know the the thing that they normally do is if they can't find someone boom that's that
1: that well, and the Rams are a, another good example of a team that that run through the pass. You know, like we right. said, Higby's getting all a lot of these targets at the line of scrimmage, right, or right. a lot of times even behind because they're running. He's he's out wide and they're running a screen, or he's running a, you know, a flat on the line of scrimmage. You know, so yeah, uh, you know, so they do that because that offensive line is is terrible. They can't protect Stafford long enough. For him to look downfield, it's pretty sad when you
0: Cooper Cup. Yeah, it's pretty sad <laughs> when you think that uh, your wide receivers are going to block better than your uh, yeah <laughs> offensive line. Yeah, so. so uh, we did the studs and duds this week, and only one person entered, and that person didn't get anything right. Sorry, um, Nick. Yeah, sorry, Nick. Um, and not for trying. I mean, yeah. it, at least Nick has, has sent the stuff in twice. Uh, no, you know, one other person sent in the week before. If we don't get more than one or two people this week, yeah. and those need to be in actually uh, by Sunday at noon, yep. because there are no early games. Um, so if we don't get the... The reception that we would like on this, uh, we're just going to cancel the contest. Yep. Um, declare, declare you all losers. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, but I mean, you know, it, it just doesn't make sense to go through the effort every week of of one or two people sending stuff in and us trying to figure out. You know, well, I mean, yep. it's not tough for me to figure out whether or not a guy's a dud or a stud. Yep. But you know, if if the interest doesn't uh, it, it continues to wane like it is, I'm just I'm not gonna continue it so that's all we've got for this week Um, hope you enjoyed it hope it helps you do something to win your games and your league yep I am Ozzy and I'm Austin we'll talk to you later bye-bye